please kneel. O God the Father, creator of heaven and earth, O God the Son, Redeemer of the world, O God the Holy Ghost, Sanctifier of the faithful, O Holy, Blessed, and Glorious Trinity, one God, Remember not, Lord Christ, our offenses, nor the offenses of our forefathers. Neither reward us according to our sins. Spare us, good Lord. Spare thy people, whom thou hast redeemed with thy most precious blood. And by thy mercy preserve us forever. Spare us, good Lord. From all evil and wickedness, from sin, from the crafts and assaults of the devil, and from everlasting damnation. From all blindness of heart, from pride, vainglory, and hypocrisy, from envy, hatred, and malice, and from all want of charity. From all inordinate and sinful affections, and from all the deceits of the world, the flesh, and the devil. From all false doctrine, heresy, and schism, from all hardness of heart, and contempt of thy word and commandment. From lightning and tempest, from earthquake, fire, and flood, from plague, pestilence, and famine. From all oppression, conspiracy, and rebellion, from violence, battle, and murder, and from dying suddenly and unprepared. By the mystery of thy holy incarnation, by thy holy nativity and submission to the law, by thy baptism, fasting, and temptation. By thine agony and bloody sweat, by thy cross and passion, by thy precious death and burial, by thy glorious resurrection and ascension, and by the coming of the Holy Ghost. In all time of our tribulation, in all time of our prosperity, in the hour of death and in the day of judgment. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. that it may please thee to illumine all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, that both by their preaching and living they may set forth and show it accordingly. That it may please thee to bless and keep all thy people. 
that it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest and to draw all mankind into thy kingdom. that it may please thee to give all people increase of grace to hear and receive thy word and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We That it may please thee to bring into the way of truth all such as have erred and are deceived. that it may please thee to give us a heart to love and fear thee and diligently to live after thy commandments that it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants the president of these united states and all others in authority that they may do justice and love mercy and walk in the way of truth that it may please thee to make wars to cease in all the world, to give all nations unity, peace, and concord, and to bestow freedom upon all peoples. That it may please thee to show thy pity upon all prisoners and captives, the homeless and the hungry, and all who are desolate and oppressed. that it may please thee to give and preserve to our youth the bountiful fruits of the earth, so that in due time all may enjoy them. That it may please thee to inspire us in our several callings to do the work which thou givest us to do with singleness of heart as thy servants and for the common good. that it may please thee to preserve all who are in danger by reason of their labor or their travel. That it may please thee to preserve and provide for all women in childbirth, young children and orphans, the widowed, and all whose homes are broken or torn by strife. that it may please thee to visit the lonely, to strengthen all who suffer in mind, body, and spirit, and to comfort with thy presence those who are failing and infirm. We that it may please thee to support, help, and comfort all who are in danger, necessity, and tribulation. that it may please thee to have mercy upon all mankind, that it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit to amend our lives according to thy holy word. that it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. 
that it may please thee to strengthen such as do stand, to comfort and help the weak-hearted, to raise up those who fall, and finally to beat down Satan under our feet. that it may please thee to grant to all the faithful departed eternal life and peace. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to grant that in the fellowship of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Saint John our patron and all the saints, we may attain to thy heavenly kingdom. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Son of God, we beseech thee to hear us. Son of God, we beseech thee to hear us. O Lamb of God, that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. O Lamb of God, that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. O Lamb of God, that takest away the sins of the world, O Christ, hear us. O Christ, hear us. Lord, have mercy upon The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, 
we may rise to the life immortal. Through him who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the book of Jeremiah. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause a righteous branch to spring forward for David, and he shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will dwell securely. And this is the name by which it will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be God. The psalm appointed for today is Psalm 25. reading from 1 Thessalonians. For what thanksgiving can we render to God for you? 
for all the joy which we feel for your sake before our God, praying earnestly night and day that we may see you face to face and supply what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you, and may the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another and to all men, as we do to you, so that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. The word of the Lord. Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ according to St. Luke. Glory be to thee, O Christ. Jesus said, There will be signs in sun and moon and stars, and upon the earth distress of nations in perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves, men fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, look up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. And he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they come out in leaf, you see for yourselves and know that the summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Grant, O Lord, that thy word only may be spoken, and thy word only may be received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why, it is she that has got all Narnia under her thumb. It's she that makes it always winter. Always winter never Christmas. 
She was working retail part-time while trying to finish college. The hours were long and hard. She often thought about and reflected on the fact that all her days were filled with only work, with study, or sleeping, and that it was a rare thing that she was able to do anything fun, to make friends, or to enjoy life. Besides, extra money was a very rare thing when time was kind to her. The seeming dark and overwhelming cloud did, however, have a few silver linings. Her family lived nearby, and she could visit them from time to time, take a hot meal with them, enjoy the company of those who loved her. She also had a suitor. They shared two classes together, and during a group exercise, they had formed a friendship, a friendship that eventually led to a date, and one date led to another date. She was very glad for the company. She felt so alone in this world. Her brother, the only person she ever really felt close to, was overseas fighting in the war. Her father and mother both worked full time their entire lives, and when they weren't at work, they had their own interests that didn't involve her. Her suitor, he had come from a broken family. He had lived with his mother, who had seen many boyfriends come and go throughout her life. And he never really knew his father, so he too was glad when he met a nice girl that might give him love and stability, a love and stability he'd never really known. He worked as a carpenter for a very small construction company and wanted more from life, so he was trying to get himself through college and break free from what seemed to him to be a dead-end job. The young man and woman enjoyed what little time they were able to spend together, going out for dinners, going to the movie, or to the bars to dance and let loose. One morning, the young girl felt sick. She'd never felt sick like this before, so she went to the clinic to make sure all was well. Fearing the worst in the back of her mind, knowing in her heart what had happened, knowing that life had begun inside her. The very same day, the young man was called into the office of his supervisor. The supervisor explained that because of the economy, because of new health care laws, because of the increase in the cost of doing business, he was letting some people go. The supervisor told the young man that since he was the low man on the totem pole, the youngest, it would be him. He said he was sorry, but that was life. Later that very same day, the young woman came crying to him with her news. He never even got to tell her that he now had to drop back out of school, that he now had no job and very little hope. The news she brought made him sick, struck fear into his heart, blinded him to everything but himself. And so the young man did what his own father had done ran, never returning her calls, never answering her letters, never speaking to anyone that they knew again. He slipped away, moved to another town, and tried to start life over again. But she couldn't run. Wherever she went, life went with her. So scared and alone, with very little hope herself, she went to her parents' house and shared her news. She went to her parents' house 
longing to be loved, needing comfort and assurance, needing hope. She found none. Her parents disowned her. What would everybody in the small town think, they said. They would become the town gossip. They wanted nothing to do with her. And her boss, upon learning of her condition, found ways to cut back her hours, knowing she would become a burden, knowing she would end up being more trouble than she was worth. Always winter, never Christmas. C.S. Lewis, in his novel, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, imagined a world morally very similar to the one of his own experience. The novelist said in 1940s England during the Second World War with four main characters, children, sent to the countryside to escape the bombing of London. These four children end up in the house of an eccentric professor and discover a new world in the back of the wardrobe. But the new world is bleak and dark, cold, unforgiving. It is a cursed world under the rule of the White Witch. The White Witch has done her best to make that world a hopeless one, a world that is separated, alone, broken, hopeless. And one of the characters, Mr. Tumnus, a fawn, sums up the, very, the situation very clearly when he tells one of the young characters, why, it is she that has got all Narnia under her thumb. It is she that makes it always winter. Always winter, never Christmas. Think of that. Always winter, never Christmas. The four children learn hope in Narnia, a hope they can take back to their own world. Under the rule and curse of the White Queen, they hear from the different animals they meet and encounter whispers of redemption. Aslan is on the move. Aslan is on the move. Aslan, the powerful lion, who was the only hope for Narnia against the power of the White Witch. And the rumor that Aslan is on the move was a source of great hope, a reason for the Narnians to get excited. Every eye was peeled for any sign of Aslan's arrival. There was great vigilance, great expectation. So in the midst of a crushing winter, in the midst of bleakness, in the midst of oppression, in the midst of violence, in the midst of the great curse of the White Witch, seemingly helpless and powerless characters look up, raise their heads, and watch as Aslan crushes the witch in her core curse, restoring the world to its perfect state. C.S. Lewis's novel has given hope and encouragement to so many in his generation when it was first released and to ours when it was released in a movie a few years ago. Our world is not at all that much different from the world Lewis lived in when he wrote this beloved novel. And it's no wonder it's considered one of the top 100 novels of all times. It hits in a place deep in our soul. For we too live under the curse of original sin. Our world too is fallen. And although our cities are not being bombed and the world is not at war, or at least not all of it, we are still affected by the great curse Lewis wrote of. There is in our world, brothers and sisters, a sense of hopelessness. There is in our world isolation. There is in our world darkness. 
We live in a world that is broken and cruel. A world that is indeed always winter, never Christmas. The gospel lesson for this Sunday is very telling of the state of things. And there will be signs and sun and moon and stars and upon the earth distress of nations and perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves. Men fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when you see these things, when these things begin to take place, look up. Raise your head, your redemption draws nigh. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, as we view the signs and the sun and the moon and the stars, as we witness the distress of the nations, as men faint with fear is what is coming on the world, we shall not faint with them. Rather, we shall look up. We shall raise our heads, our redemption draws nigh. It is our greatest hope, our foundation that the great curse that is upon this world has been broken by none other than Jesus Christ. Just as the animals and the lion and the witch in the wardrobe rose up, called on Aslan and refused to despair, so shall we. As war continues to rage, as brokenness continues around us, as nations become distressed, we shall not faint, rather we shall give to the world hope. As winter grips the world in fear and dread, we shall show them Christmas. God becoming man in Jesus Christ. God loving the world enough to save it from the great curse. The season of Advent, the season we're in, is much like our own world. We must wait, we must long for, and we must hope for Christmas. But during these days and in our lives, let us whisper as the animals in Narnia whispered, God is on the move. God is on the move. Let us comfort. Let us give courage to those who have lost hope. Let us give hope and courage to those whose lives are broken. The story I began with this morning is not at all uncommon. So many in our world feel so alone, are broken, have lost all hope. In these days, brothers and sisters, let us raise our heads and see that salvation is indeed coming. And by doing so, let us share with the world the true meaning of Christmas. Let us work during the season of Advent to shatter winter itself by giving hope to the hopeless, by giving love and kindness to those who are unloved. Let us befriend the friendless and give Jesus to those who know him not. My brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, by our very lives, let us show this cursed world what Christmas truly is. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. faith in God and in his holy church. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all 
Kneeling, let us pray. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We commend to your mercy all who have died, that your will for them may be fulfilled. And we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for our own needs and the needs of others. For your handmaids with child, especially Elizabeth Hancock, Nora Middleton, and Megan Elizabeth Rotter, and for those celebrating birthdays this week, especially Lori Burson, Tina Chisholm, Emily Higginbotham, and Jennifer Rogers. Also for those celebrating anniversaries this week, especially Jimmy and Laura Sarah. For those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit, especially Alfredo Adam, Kay Anderson, John Barnett, Dewey Blackledge, Suzanne Boyd, Beth Boykin, James Ray Bush, Tyler Carter, Luca Seraldo, Mary Craft, Sylvia Ellis, Michelle Gibson, Abby Hedrick, Bill Hersom, Leroy Jensen, Josie Jett, Brian Jones, Pat Killen, Mary Lou Lott, Cayman Lyles, Della McAllister, Rita McDaniel, Cameron McLaurin, Nita McRae, Dan Messinger, Jean Miller, Mike Mink, Deborah Nichols, Jenny Owens, Laura Palmer, Whitney Pickering, Carol Prevost, Jenny Lou Kwong, Ashley Rogers, Diane Scott, Doyle Scott, Don Smith, Ella Smith, Wendy Sneed, Tony Stiles, Joyce Timms, Mary Jane Tyler, Mary Wade, Shirley Waldrop, 
Dan Walters, Donna and Milton Wheeler, Lisa Warrell, Jenny Yeager, Jenna Yeager, and for all who suffer from chronic illnesses and for those we now name. We pray for the protection of the men and women of our armed forces at home and abroad, especially John Asbell, Louisa Balthazar, Chase Bradshaw, John Brewer, Michael Buthler, Michael Cahill, Mark Carter, Melissa Kleckler, Stan Harris, Jay Holloway, Scott Howell, Eric Dramillo, Walton Lucky, Calvin Powell, Harold Russell, Michael Thomas, Joe Vinson, James Warner, Mark Waters, and Wyatt Welch. Almighty and everlasting God, who orderest all things in heaven and on earth, we give thee thanks and praise that thou didst make all ages a preparation for the coming of thy Son, our blessed Redeemer. Prepare us for the coming of him who thou dost send, and grant that of his fullness we may all receive, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty God, Father of our Lord, Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, comfort and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you into everlasting life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the word of God to all who truly turn to him. Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son to the end that all that believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This is a true saying and worthy of all men to be received, that Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is a perfect offering for our sins, and not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
Good morning, everyone, and uh, <laughs> good morning, everyone. Uh, happy Advent, and uh, welcome to St. John's on this uh, first Sunday. Oh, we're, we're almost there. They're still talking. Okay, one more time. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> uh, it's glad to have you all here with us on this first Sunday in Advent. Um, it's, a, it's a privilege and a blessing indeed to, to uh, start the new year with you all, new church year. Uh, this is the time of year when the days get shorter, but the announcements get longer. Uh, so we'll try to run through these. Uh, pledge cards, we still have uh, almost 40 out that have not been turned in, which makes it impossible for the vestry to, uh, to work through the budget for, for, for next year. So uh, if you are planning on turning in a pledge card and have not done so, uh, you may do so several ways. There's pledge cards on the back table in the nave. Uh, you may do so online. You may stop by the office. Uh, Call me, I'll run you one by. So uh, there are many ways to, to, to do that, but if you're planning on doing it, please, please uh, be thrift in it. Uh, and then there's a DOK quiet hour coming up on December the 11th. Uh, but there's a note in there with that. So it's a, a good offering for Advent. And speaking of good offerings, tonight at 5 o'clock we'll have our Advent lessons and carol service. There are people uh, coming from, from all over the state to be with us and sing with us. It's a holy and godly um, wonderful heavenly way to start off our advent so I do commend that to you all from at five o'clock this afternoon lessons and carols uh, turning to other things our uh, on, I guess on the calendar too, our, our Christmas our ECW Christmas women's fete is next Monday Catherine is that right next Monday December the 10th uh, we'll start in here at 11 with a with Holy Eucharist with a, with some great music then we'll move to Rogers greenhouse the sixth grade uh, from St. John's will, will carol for us and will enjoy a wonderful dinner. So uh, be sure to put that on your calendar. Uh, then uh, our Family Connections Christmas Project tree is here and we've had a lot of uh, families taking. But what we do is uh, working with the Good Samaritan, uh, we, we have families that could otherwise not have Christmas for themselves and, and we offer those up for adoption. So if you'd like to adopt a family, uh, you or a group of yous <laughs> would like to adopt a family and give them Christmas, uh, they would otherwise will not, would not have it. They're up here. Uh, when you take an envelope, please, pl please put your name down so we'll know who did that in case things get confusing. Uh, we're doing script orders for the Honduras Medical Mission both this Monday and next Monday. So if you have gift cards to buy for people or, or things like that, uh, it's a wonderful way to do that. More and more of you are taking advantage of the script program and we're raising uh, a good bit of money to, to help with the Honduras Medical Mission. So thank you all to that. Um, Christmas poinsettias and flowers for Christmas. It's that time of year again. You may do so. Sign up for those on the uh, sacristy hallway on the internet, through email, uh, so please do that as, as soon as possible if you're planning on it. And our EYC's Christmas project, we have 30 soldiers from Afghanistan, or 30 soldiers that are in Afghanistan uh, that, that we're uh, doing Christmas for, and we, need, we still need more things for that. So uh, the list is on the bottom there of things they need, things they'd like to receive. Tonight, the EYC is making cookies for them after lessons and carols. And then uh, next week uh, is a wonderful annual tradition. We will have St. Nicholas, uh, Bishop of Myra, will be visiting with us. So if you'd like to have your picture taken with, with jolly old St. Nick uh, or watch him process and give gifts out to the children, if you have children, grandchildren, please make sure you're here for that. It's always uh, a jolly old time. It's a lot of fun. So um, again, everyone, welcome. Ascribe to the Lord the honor to his name. Bring offerings and come into his courts.
All things come of thee, O Lord, but of thine own have we given thee. The holy sacrifice of this Eucharist is offered to the greater glory of God and thanksgiving for his many, many blessings upon our lives. Giving thanks especially this day for the gift of Advent that teaches us patience and hope and courage. We offer special intentions that we may be bearers of hope and courage in this dark world. May we be bearers of Christmas and the Christmas spirit to a world that is hopeless. And may the souls of all the faithfully departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is meet and right so to do. It is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee. O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, Everlasting God, because Thou didst send Thy beloved Son to redeem us from sin and death and to make us heirs in Him of everlasting life, that when He shall come again in power and great triumph to judge the world, we may without shame or fear Rejoice to behold his appearing. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, All glory be to thee, almighty God, our heavenly Father, for that thou of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption. 
who made there by his one oblation of himself once offered a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute, and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death and sacrifice until his coming again. For in the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it, in remembrance of me. Wherefore, O Lord and Heavenly Father, according to the institution of thy dearly beloved Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, we, thy humble servants, do celebrate and make here before thy divine majesty with these thy holy gifts, which we now offer unto thee, the memorial thy Son hath commanded us to make, having in remembrance his blessed passion and precious death, his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, rendering unto thee most hearty thanks for the innumerable benefits procured unto us by the same. And we most humbly beseech thee, O merciful Father, to hear us, and of thy almighty goodness vouchsafe to bless and sanctify with thy word and Holy Spirit these thy gifts and creatures of bread and wine, that we, receiving them according to thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood. And we earnestly desire thy fatherly goodness mercifully to accept this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and through faith in his blood, we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins and all other benefits of his passion. And here we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls, and bodies to be a reasonable, holy and living sacrifice unto thee, humbly beseeching thee that we and all others who shall be partakers of this holy communion may worthily receive the most precious body and blood of thy Son, Jesus Christ, be filled with thy grace and heavenly benediction, and made one body with him, that he may dwell in us and we in him. And although we are unworthy through our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits, but pardoning our offenses, through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father almighty, world without end. Amen.
And now, as our Savior Christ hath taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be.
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank Thee for that Thou dost feed us in these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of Thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of Thy favor and goodness towards us, and that we are very members incorporate in the mystical body of Thy Son, the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of Thy everlasting kingdom. And we humbly beseech Thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with Thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship and do all such good works as Thou hast prepared for us to walk in through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. May Almighty God, by whose providence our Savior Christ came among us in great humility, sanctify you with the light of His blessing and set you free from all sin. May He whose second coming in power and great glory we awake make you steadfast in faith, joyful in hope, and constant in love. May you who rejoice in the first advent of our Redeemer at His second be rewarded with unending life. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you now and remain with you always. Amen. Lord be with you. The Mass is ended. Go in peace to love and to serve the Lord.